How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. All right, so thank you for tuning in to Chomping at the Bit. I'm Kyle Edwards, of course. Uh, appreciate you stopping by. And this episode, we're going to talk about week five in the NFL. Uh, if you're new here, what I do uh, before the Thursday night game, you know, I talk about that game and I pick, make my pick for that one. But this episode, we're going to go through the rest of the. Well, the Sunday slate and the Monday night game. I will do a quick little preview on each game, give you my pick. I pick against the spread. So once again, if you don't know what that is, if you don't remember, the so I go off of the ESPN NFL Daily Lines page where they assign a favorite and an underdog with a point value for each game. So Whatever the, whatever team they deem the favorite, they'll do minus whatever points. That team has to win by more than that to cover. And so then adversely, the team that's the underdog either has to win outright or if they do lose, they have to lose by less than that number in order to cover. So that's how I pick these games. And I'll try to do 60% by the end of the year. Currently at 32 and 32, so right at 500. And uh, underdogs on 11 and 7, so a little bit better than 500 there. But once again, it's another full slate of games. So another opportunity, 16 games to try to better my record. Um, so... This is my NFL pick segment, and uh, if I get a pick, oh wait, you don't have to worry about that, but um, I, was, I was about to go over what sounds you would hear for correct or incorrect, but that would be the following, uh, kind of the end of the uh, weekend or so, I will then come back, do an episode revealing how well I did. So that's how I take that's how I handle NFL weeks. Um but yeah. So I already did Thursday night. If you didn't see the game Thursday, uh, Russell Wilson got hurt. He's out for about two months. That's gonna be rough, not only for the Seahawks, but fantasy owners as well. Russell Wilson was having a pretty good year. Um, but, um, yeah, let's just go ahead and get started. Uh, oh, before I do that, just to let you know, this coming week, I will actually be out of town, so I will be away from, you know, my equipment to record, but I will, 
record some episodes and then play them out through the week so you'll you will have content during the week and then next weekend I will be back to do a new one so just had to let you know that and uh, so yeah so I think that's everything you need to know let's go ahead and get started with the Sunday slate of games and if you didn't remember there's a London game this week so that's going to be the first game we're going to cover I believe it's like Sunday morning 10 a.m. And it's going to be the Falcons Jets. I'm going with the Falcons on this one. And they are a two and a half point favorite. And even though Calvin Ridley is going to be out for this game, I do think Atlanta has more, has enough weapons on offense to outscore the Jets. I know the Jets are coming off a, a win and they're hoping that they're going to build some momentum, but I still think the Jets are going to struggle. I do think it might be a bit of a shootout as Atlanta's defense is subpar and Zach Wilson is prone to turnovers. But give me the Falcons here, minus a two and a half. Feel pretty certain with that one. Next game, Bengals, Packers. I'm taking the Bengals as the underdog here, plus three. I, I just think, I think people are getting on the Green Bay bandwagon, but I do think it's a little prematurely. And I think a team like Cincinnati, where they give Burrow time, he'll be able to find... Um, Jamar Chase. I'm trying to remember if T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd is out. One of them is going to most likely be out. But either way, they'll have the tandem wide receivers. And then I think Mixon might be slowed a little. So so it could be a game where uh, Burrow might have to have a big passing game for them to win. But... But I think they'll I think they'll be able to pull this off. Maybe if it was in Green Bay, I'd feel a little different. But with it being in Cincinnati, I think the the defense and the crowd will be able to put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They'll have to be sure to you know uh, corral Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, the two headed uh, monsters in the backfield. But going Cincinnati plus the three. And I'm a little uh, iffy on this one. Next game. Detroit at Minnesota. Detroit still winless. Going to Minnesota. I think Minnesota's one and three. I'm taking the Lions here plus ten. I mean, this one's a basic shot in the dark. And... Yeah, so I, I mean, I feel like the Vikings will win. I'm just not a big fan of that uh, 10 number there. So because of that, I think the Lions will be able to keep it closer than 10. So give me the Lions there. 
Not because, like I said, the Lions are winless. I do think they play hard. They haven't quit or anything yet. And Goff is capable enough to make plays. He may not make plays down the field, but he can dink and dunk his way down. So going Detroit here, plus the 10 to cover against the Vikings. Next game, Denver Steelers taking Broncos here minus the one and a half. I'm only taking them because it looks like Bridgewater is going to play. If Bridgewater was out, that would have been an easy flip for me, and I would have taken the Steelers. I'm pretty sure Bridgewater wasn't going to play. There was no chance the Broncos would have been favorites in this game. But I'm taking Denver in Pittsburgh. That's rough, but Big Ben, I mean, Big Ben's washed. I say this every week. I'm going to keep saying it until Pittsburgh does something about it. But... Um, I think his limitations is holding down the team so much that they may be hard-pressed to beat middle of the road to, you know, upper half teams. And I think they'll even struggle with below average teams at this point. And I put Denver above the average line. So... I'm taking Denver here. But the key will be Denver's going to have to keep Bridgewater upright. They can't risk him getting another concussion because we don't know at that point what may happen. And Locke just isn't good enough. So as long as Bridgewater's there, they'll be fine. Next game. Dolphins, Buccaneers. Taking the Buccaneers minus the 10 here. Um, I just think, well, one, the Dolphins still don't have Tua. Not like Tua was setting the world on fire or anything. But um, Brissett, I mean, he's limited. He is steady, though. But I just think... The Buccaneers will be looking to kind of uh, right the ship after their game in New England where they struggled offensively. So I think they'll be looking to prove something here. Now, if Miami can duplicate what New England did to the Bucks offense, then they'll be in better shape to win the game or at least cover. But like I said, with the game in... In Tampa Bay, I mean, I don't know the weather report, but good chance it will be good weather. Let me see real quick. Because I did play, yeah, it's going to be 88. Yeah, regular weather. weather. So, I'm taking Tampa Bay there. Minus the 10. Big line, but Tampa will be fine. All right, next game. Washington football team, Saints, taking the football team, plus two and a half, going with the underdog here. Saints are too erratic for me. I believe after the Green Bay game, uh, which was week one, I did jump a little 
on the bandwagon, but I'm off. I'm off. Well, I mean, I wasn't really on the bandwagon, but I was paying attention to what they were doing. But since then, they've been real Jekyll and Hyde, so I can't really trust them. Not like the football team's been any bit better, but um, with it in Washington, I think that may uh, tip Washington over the edge. And maybe this is a game where Washington's defense can kind of uh, regain the, I guess, turnover ability and get some pressure on Winston. Because we do know that with Winston, he is prone to hold the ball a little longer sometimes. And I think there'll be opportunities for Washington to get some turnovers and maybe for the defense to look a little like we thought they were coming in because they've been far from so far. They've been pretty disappointing. But this is a game where maybe they can get a little bit on the normal path. Uh, let's see. Oh, quick little note. Terry McLaurin, guy to watch in this game. I think he's going for some streak or something with passes thrown his way without a drop. I think I saw it somewhere. So, something to keep an eye on. That's a big deal for a wide receiver. Uh, But yeah, let's move on to the next game. Panthers, Eagles. I'm taking the Panthers minus the three here. And... I I mean, I trust Carolina more than Philly. Jalen Hurts, it's his first full year, really, being the starter. So he's kind of going through some growing pains. Um, He did get experience last year, of course. But like I said, first full-time year being the starter. I mean, each week you can see that he he will make plays with his arm. He'll make plays with his leg. But the team around him is limited right now. And Carolina, uh, this will be the first week. Actually, I don't think Gilmore is eligible yet, but Gilmore is in Carolina now after the trade with New England. I believe he's eligible to come back in two weeks, I think. So we'll see what that does for the defense going forward. But their defense is not bad right now. So I think they'll be able to stifle the Eagles offense, which isn't that potent right now. I look for Darnold to continue his steady play. And we'll have to see with no McCaffrey once again. I believe he's doubtful, so we'll pencil him in as probably not playing they're going to rely they're going to need uh, Darnold to take a little more responsibility offensively I think he was I think he's fine in this game against Philly so give me the Panthers minus the three next game so the last game is in Carolina just want to add that so now we got uh, Tennessee traveling to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars. I'm taking the 
Titans minus the four and a half. I mean, Jacksonville, kind of a dumpster fire right now with everything with Urban Meyer off the field. And uh, Trevor Lawrence and the, the rest of the team, not that good on the field. Tennessee needs a bounce back game. Would not be surprised if you get a heavy dose of Derrick Henry in this one. But, um, yeah, this is a game that Tennessee should win easily. If they want to be putting that, put up in the uh, upper tier of the, of the AFC, games like this are ones where they need to win comfortably. If they struggle in this one or if they happen to get upset in this one, might have to start really questioning what's going on in Tennessee. Uh, I mean, they went out, they got Julio Jones. He's out again. I talked about this last week. It's what he does. I don't understand why people keep falling for it and really think he's the best wide receiver in the league, but neither here nor there. So, but even without Julio, they should have more than enough to handle Jacksonville. Uh, next game, uh, my Patriots and the Texans. This is an interesting one. It's down in Houston. So years past, this would have been Brady versus Watson. And now neither of them are there. Watson, we know, had his off the field stuff. And Houston's just told him to kind of just sit and chill. I, I I guess surprised he hasn't been traded although teams are probably worried about trading for him and then him not being available because of the court issues or the commissioner puts him on the exempt list whatever it's a weird situation um, so they're going with Davis Mills because Tyrod Taylor is still out I believe I think he's probably looking at next week he may be back for a couple of weeks. But, yeah, I think it's going to be Davis Mills. And then we have Mac Jones coming off the game with the Bucks, where he looked great. So hopefully they can build upon that. But New England has injuries to the offensive line. I think like four out of the five will probably be out. So you're looking at backups and practice squad guys starting there see what that looks like early in the game if Mac Jones you know gets pummeled because the line doesn't know what they're doing then maybe they try to rely on Damian Harris a little more to start the game and then as the offensive line can kind of get accustomed to each other then maybe we see Mac Jones do some more of that hurry up offense spread them out but uh, taking the Patriots here, minus the eight. Basically what I said for Jacksonville, you can insert Houston. They are, they have a young quarterback, Davis Mills, like Jacksonville has Trevor Lawrence. The organization kind of all over the place right now because we know what the coaching search, they hired the guy that a lot of people didn't know and the team talent wise is just not that good 
So, because of that, I think the Patriots push through the injuries, get it done, and uh, cover the eight-point spread. Next game is Raiders-Bears in Vegas. I'm going to take the Raiders here minus the five and a half. I know Justin Fields looked a little better last game. Then he did his first timeout when he went like six for 20 for like 75 yards. But I think the Raiders with Carr, Waller, and those guys, I think there's some plays to be made there. Uh, I think the Raiders want to definitely want to bounce back after the loss to the Chargers. And it's a game that they'll need to win to kind of stay in the divisional race because, you know, they do think they have a shot at it. And I think defensively, they should be able – well, they're gonna, the biggest concern for them would be to contain Justin Fields. Don't, you know, pressure too much, get up the field, and then give Fields alleyways to escape and then, you know, get out in the open field running. Because, I mean, he's very comfortable doing that. And he'll make guys miss, especially linebackers and stuff like that. So, if they can contain him in the pocket, force him to make plays with his arm, then they'll be better for it. And I think that's what they'll do. And Raiders offensively can put up some numbers. So, you and the Raiders minus the five and a half here. Next game's Chargers-Browns in L.A. I'm taking the Chargers here, minus the two and a half. Baker Mayfield's coming into this game with a torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder, but I'm sure it hurts, and the Chargers play good defense, and with no Jarvis Landry, they can focus a lot of their attention to OBJ. For the Browns to win this one, they're going to need a big game out of uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But I think the Chargers will be able to bottle, bottle them up. They'll probably make some plays, but they won't let them run wild. Force Mayfield to try to do with his arm. And like I said, the non-throwing shoulder is hurt. It could throw off his delivery. I don't know. But I like Herbert's doing with the Chargers. I think they're con- they're going to continue their good play, win this one. So minus two and a half with Chargers for me. Next games: Cowboys, Giants in Dallas. So I'm taking the Cowboys by a touchdown. So minus seven over the Giants. Uh, Giants. I've said this for weeks. They have talent offensively. Just that they don't consistently produce Daniel Jones. Some games will have issues with ball security and making the right read. Uh, This year, looks like Dallas has their stuff together. I mean, we'll we'll see if they're able to do that for the whole year. But this looks like a year where they may run away with this division. And this is the game that they need to win. In Dallas, they have the better quarterback in the matchup. They have more offensive weapons. At least they have a better running back in the matchup. They're probably the better backup. 
in this matchup as well. Uh, weapons on the outside. Yeah, the Cowboys probably had the edge there as well. So I know the Cowboys can play down to their opponent, but it's the Giants, you know. Fan bases don't like each other. So I'm not sure it's the game that they're going to be focused on and wanting to show out well enough to create some more distance between them and the Giants in the division. So once again, Cowboys minus seven. All right, next game is Cardinals Niners in uh, in Arizona. I'm taking the Cardinals here minus the five. 49ers are a beat up team. Um, no Garoppolo, so Lance will get the start. Uh, there's some other injuries. Uh, the defense, uh, I believe, George. George Kittle, we found out today, is going on IR, so he's not going to be there for you know to give Lance a security blanket. So I think all that adding up, going up against the Cardinals, where Kyler Murray's been playing great so far, it's an offense that can put up points. I mean, this is a game that the five, like when we come back, you know, Sunday night or Monday, and look back on this. I mean, the five could be a number that's was probably low-balling. I mean, Lance does give them a different aspect offensively where he can make plays with his legs, and maybe that you know gets them a touchdown, too, and surprise against Arizona. But I think, I, I think Arizona outlasts them because they're just a healthier team, and Murray is better than Lance, so... Give me Arizona minus the five. Let's see, Sunday night game, Buffalo at Kansas City. This is a tough one. I gotta admit, the line was three points coming in. I'm gonna go Bills here plus three, going with the underdog. Uh, I mean the Chiefs definitely need this game. They don't want to fall back down under 500 at two and three. Uh, if they lose the game and let's say the Chargers win, that's another game between the two of them. And the Chiefs just want to, you know, reestablish their their good standing, their you know seat as maybe the best in the AFC. So if they want to do that, they'd have to beat Buffalo, who's a good team, who started off a little slow the first week or so, but just really turned it on the past few weeks. Uh, Josh Allen looks great. Worrying about Stefan Diggs. And you know, the defense has been pretty good too. They've had a they went had a shutout in their past couple of games. Uh, I think another game they gave they might have had like a couple of shutouts. I mean shutouts in their past few games. So it's gonna be a good one though. Mahomes versus Allen. Uh Andy Reid versus McDermott. Diggs versus Hill, or take your pick with the Chiefs. So it's a statement game for both. But I'm taking the Bills here plus the three. And then now, finally, the Monday night game Colts, Ravens. Before the season started, this looked like a really good matchup. 
you know, Wentz versus Lamar Jackson. Uh, the Colts last year had a good season, and many thought that this was an upgrade, bringing in Wentz to replace the retired Phillip Rivers, but hasn't been that good of a year so far. They're 0-4, uh, really struggling. You know, luckily, the division's being led by a team, I think, that's 2-2. Two and two. So if they can win this game, they're right back in it. Uh, and the season doesn't look so bad. Baltimore. Um, we'll have to see with Lamar Jackson since he was dealing with the back injury last week. See how he feels and how he's moving around. Ultimately, Baltimore has better pieces than the Colts right now. I mean, mainly just the quarterback position. The Colts have good running backs. Okay wide receivers. They have a good offensive line. It's just been quarterback play. That's what's really plagued them this year. What played the Colts. Um, So, yeah. I think this one's... Fortunately... It's an easy one with the seven. Once again, I've been surprised before, so you never know. But give me the Ravens minus a seven here. That's it. That's that's all the games for the week. So, like I said, trying to get to 60% at 500 right now. Full slate of games. So we get this done. Um, So, you know watch a game on the TV, maybe two, pull up your tablet or something, you can watch a game there. Some good matchups. Good matchups this week. Uh, Like the Bengals-Packers matchup. Like like the Chargers-Browns matchup. Bills-Chiefs. Uh, Cardinals Niners would have been a good one, but too many injuries to the Niners. So definitely, definitely good games on the schedule. So with that, thank you again for tuning in. Um, as I said, I'm going to record a few episodes here and then space them out through the week to get you through the week before I get back. So next episode, I'm going to talk about... Uh, let's see here. Oh, the Red Sox. So, I'm going to go a little homer on the next topic. Talk about the Red Sox and the wild card game with the Yankees. Then their series with the Rays. Give you a little outlook on that. So, definitely tune in for that one. But, as I say, the end of every episode. Thanks again. Be safe out there. Uh, God bless. Catch you next episode. Uh, If you like this episode, you know, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tell somebody about the podcast. Spread the word. Follow me on Twitter, at Chomping Podcast. Interact with me. uh, Or just read my tweets that kind of set people off from certain fan bases. Have fun with that. But, But, yeah, so have a good one. I'm out. All right. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
so powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.